Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Eye on the Hill 2023. Special coverage on Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm Mara Carabello here with Taylor Morgan filling in for Boyd Matheson. Taylor, we're going to end on a hot topic. Uh, You know, Debbie and Dave talked about it this morning. Huge amount of callers. The question we're asking today is sponsored by a legislation. It's, it's proffered as a joint resolution, and should Halloween permanently be celebrated on Friday? So whatever, the Friday before the closest Halloween, a new resolution, a new resolution is making its way through the legislature this session to make Friday the permanent date for celebrating Halloween. The goal, stated by the sponsors, are to avoid those awkward Years where the holiday falls on Sunday um, or a day of the week where parents on, are split about whether they want to send their kids out trick-or-treating. Um, their kids might be out too late before a school night. And so they want to talk about, hey, let's just always make it on the Friday before Halloween. And uh, Taylor, what do you think on this? I am absolutely in favor. I strongly support this resolution. Thanks to Senator Kirk Cullimore for finally tackling, uh, you know, a, a difficult issue here, right? Really getting after it. I can't tell you, Mara, Mara how often I hear parents uh, as I am trick or treating with my kids, uh, with extended family and, and my kids' cousins. I every single year Halloween is on a on a weekday. The complaints, the confusion, just. What are we doing? Why are we doing this? Why can't we just do this on a Friday night instead and all do it on this same day, right? Now, again, a resolution isn't a law. It is essentially this is the state uh, making a strong official suggestion, yeah. right, to, to parents and, and to kids. I Look, I think this makes a lot of sense. I don't want to have to worry about answering the door and having candy ready for three days in a row just because I have no idea when people are going to show up. Now, they may they may still try. I think they're going to jump the Friday I rule. I will post a notice, really? right? Okay. Th- th- this resolution, I'll just post a copy of this resolution on my front door, uh, official state declaration. So you're going to be that neighbor? That Halloween is Friday night, that last Friday in October. Is that right? Before you record something yelling, get off my grass to yeah, the kids next yeah. door? I, I usually just yell that through the ring camera. But, yeah. <laughs> so I I have to say, I think this is a sign of the times. I think this is the an act of, of 
one more step to decay. I think, you know, the first step for me, as you know, I'm not a fan this, of trunk this or treating. This is it. This is-, this is it. This is the straw <laughs> for me. We can't trunk or treat because our, apparently our kids can't walk a full block. And now we cannot figure out our schedules enough. This means something, right? Um, All Saints Day, November oh, 1st. Here we go. Break out the history uh, <laughs> textbook. Here we go. Celebrating All Saints Day prior to that. You know, sure, you've, you've yeah. got the good and the, the bad. History, you've yeah. got so much history. You've got you've got Christian uh, history, you've got pagan history, oh, okay. you've got lunar okay. history. Oh, here Name we go. a history yeah. we don't have with Halloween. And yeah. I just think like it's just too bougie for me. I have to be honest. Like, come on, get them out there. Now, well, I agree with that. If you need your kids home early, get them home early. I agree with the sentiment that uh, you and I dislike trunk or treats. I'm with yeah. you 100% okay. on that. Good. I would argue that one of the reasons trunk or treats came about is because it wasn't practical to trick or treat the neighborhoods walking on a Tuesday night. And so, uh, you okay, know, people wait, decided to, to consolidate that process into what, a parking lot. What is hard about walking a neighborhood on a Tuesday? Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Mara, you don't, do you live on a hill? Do you, I do maybe actually it's live snowing? on a big I, hill. I Look, I, I agree with your sentiment that uh, there's value in kids knocking, going door-to-door, interacting with their neighbors, doing that. That's exactly why we need this resolution, Mara, because we designate one specific night, always a Friday night, that the state says officially, okay, everyone, Halloween is Friday night. This is when it is. Because right now, if Halloween falls on a you know a, a Sunday night, I'll tell you what, in my neighborhood, there's no knowing. Like People go on Friday. Right, people well, go on Saturday. People Sunday. go on you Sunday. A, you had some on a Saturday. My experience was we, had, we were ready for Saturday. We were ready for Sunday. And that's only every seven weeks. The other – or seven years, the other argument that they make is like kids are going to school the next day really tired and all juiced up. So answer yeah. this. So – if that is the reason we're doing it, the kids are out too late and they have too much sugar, Taylor, don't we also have to change every Monday holiday? Because aren't you going to school the next day on Tuesday all, you know, tuckered out from all the Monday well, yeah, holidays? Yeah, but I'm not eating three pounds of candy. Okay, so here's an interesting study that I read uh, a couple of – right before the Christmas holidays. I think it was in the New York Times. I read this interesting study that pointed out that – Carbohydrates from candy are just carbohydrates. So like this notion that kids sometimes get a little more wound up from candy than they do other carbohydrates is like your body doesn't respond differently to a Snickers bar as it does another kind of carbohydrate. So it's it's a myth that your kids are more juiced up from sugars than they are from other carbohydrates. Uh, Maybe. 
but I'm well, exhausted. I'm less productive at work. <laughs> that's for sure. Well, you guys party harder on Halloween than I do. Like, I just sort of take them trick-or-treating. We make the rounds. We count. We negotiate. We make piles. We, you know, and then we, like, hang out and go to bed. Like, I have this, to go through my midnight? kid's candy and wow. sneak out, right, the, the pieces I am going to save and stash somewhere. I'm up till, sometimes, Mara, I'm up till midnight answering the door with trick-or-treaters. Right, the younger cute kids kind of filter through, and then starting after 10 p.m., you get those uh, teenagers that come, and uh, you know you, you got to have something to give them. Otherwise, who knows what they're going to do? So, to your how tree, about right? instead of the state mandating? I'm putting that. I'm they're not mandating. They're suggesting. They're strongly, they're strongly that, suggesting. Why don't we all just take November 1st off? Oh, okay. Well, let's designate a state holiday. November first is always a day, a day of off. rest. A day of rest that that would include the Monday if it fell on a weekend, I guess. So that's a possibility. I'm not sure how that would impact, uh, you know, the the economy, Mara, and, and you know, uh, the decrease in productivity by another official state holiday. Well, I mean, heck, isn't isn't uh, Halloween one of the highest grossing retail? You know, we're all buying decorations like crazy. Yeah, aren't, so, aren't we making a ton of money off? Of yeah. Halloween? So let's leverage that. Let's have. Halloween designated officially on the last Friday in October. Do it all on Friday night. That means you can go trick-or-treating. You can party hard, uh, what have you. And the next day, Mara, is always a Saturday. Okay, so if we establish Halloween around our personal conveniences, isn't it true that we should take every other holiday that is centered around a date, not a day of the week, and configure those around our conveniences Well, we're as well. just observing. We are just, and we do this with other holidays, right? The state chooses to observe official holidays on a certain date. So we can still, Halloween will always be Halloween. The 31st, by definition, is what Halloween. Do you, what do you do the with state Christmas? is choosing to observe Halloween on a Friday night. What about December 20? Don't you bring Christmas into this, Mara. <laughs> this is about Halloween. It's about candy. It's about the kids. Look, this is a great resolution. Uh, again, Senator Kirk Colomore, tip of the hat for your leadership. No. Good, sir. Thank so, you. Mara, I think, I, ha- I, think I have won. This resolution is going to pass the legislature, and then you will owe me lunch. I'm telling you, it, it may pass. I think it's just – I think this is – this is chipping away at being grounded into traditions and why we do things and and having it marked to like this is a harvest festival. Teach your kids. I say have a learning opportunity. Why don't we change and make it an earlier night for people? But ah, oh, I love Halloween. I just I just don't like this intervention into tradition. <sighs> I know. Mara, we're going to have to agree to disagree. We're going to hold school. we're going to hold hands around the fact that we we don't like trunk or treat. We'll focus on that. Um, it's one of the many bills that we are following. And interestingly enough, I think you and I brought it up a couple weeks ago as good fun, but it's been serious business. Taylor Morgan, Mara Carabella, we've enjoyed being with you on Inside Sources. Uh, stay tuned for what's next on KSL News Radio. Salt Lake City live team coverage. Eye on the Hill 2023 on KSL News Radio, your all day companion for news. 
stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.